You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. To take matters into your own hands, we meet Hagar. Let's look at this with our adult experience and knowledge. It's the story of a mistress and her maid and the man in their lives. Hagar was Sarah's maid. She owned her, and she enters a maid and comes out a mom. Sarah was tortured by her childlessness. All the recorded episodes of ill temper and strife in her household was related to her frustration about her own barrenness. She spent years in the grip of frustration and depression because of it. In her culture, if a woman was unable to conceive, she could give her maid to her husband, and if a child was born— the child belonged to the wife. It seemed like a good idea, and Abraham agreed. Hagar is a disposable pawn in this scheme, and Sarah's faith, whatever she had, hit an all-time low. The scheme was immoral, unrighteous, and utterly foolish. This decision tore her family apart. Her own heart sometimes led her astray. Her life is a study in contrasts and contradictions. For some, this part of the Bible is disconcerting and makes them uncomfortable. However, aren't you glad the Bible records more than just the success stories? Sarah's plan backfired. Something went terribly wrong. As soon as Hagar conceived, Sarah knew she'd made a mistake. Hagar became haughty and contentious towards Sarah. An outburst came from Sarah speaking to Abraham. My wrong is upon you. It's so easy to blame. Abraham told Sarah to handle the problem herself. Obviously, he couldn't handle two wives, one being pregnant and Sarah became very abusive to Hagar. Let's insert here that every party in this whole affair was guilty, and all of them ended up reaping bitter fruit from what they had done. Sarah's actions affected her own family and generations to come. The children of Sarah and Hagar war against each other. Arabs and Jews fight for control over the land of Israel to this day. To handle the situation herself, Sarah sends Hagar away when she's pregnant. God intervenes and sends her back to Sarah. Now, Sarah hears her name. She's eavesdropping on the conversation Abraham is having with God's messengers. She realizes she doesn't have a private life. The men on the other side of the tent knew she laughed, knew her surprise, and knew all about her sorrow and unbelief. Sound familiar? Sarah was so defeated by her circumstances, she had forgotten God. Moving quickly, Sarah does indeed bear a son, and she calls him Isaac, which means laughter. Her issues were not all solved by his birth. When Isaac was about three years old, there was a party for him. Sarah saw Ishmael making fun of him. 
she became so angry, she again sent Hagar and Ishmael away. After all this, she still lacked faith that God was in control. There were consequences, a slippery slope to disaster. Ishmael lived with hostility toward all his brothers. His hand will be against everyone and vice versa. God's word to Hagar were gentle and full of mercy. She and her son would be taken care of. We can rejoice in Sarah's part in the lineage of Jesus. However, there is a time when much of her life she was stuck in the middle, longing to see God's hand, trying to find his purpose in her life. Sarah had a crucial role to play in God's purposes. Her contribution was Isaac, not just an ordinary son, but an extraordinary promise. This week, may God show you the extraordinary in the ordinary. Blessings to you. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.